0: Thanks very much. Uh, yeah, I'm Luiz de Assis, I'm a federal Brazilian federal prosecutor, data scientist, and head of the Smart Lab Initiative in Brazil. Yeah, so let's start the provocation, focusing on the, the topics that, we, that are being discussed. Basically, um, well, let's bring some context to this discussion, which is really important. Basically, we have that, um, according to recent research, 53% of global institutional investors respond that the lack of ESG data is the barrier to ESG integration. And if we pay attention to the evolution of ESG research, CSR, I mean, there are lots of acronyms uh, that we use to refer to this, these topics, right? So we th- this um, you know map of clusters of topics uh, regarding uh, ESG research show that from since 1979, this these topics um, are discussed. And the more ESG questions we have when it comes to policies, corporate strategy, investment strategy, the bigger the data needs will be. So we see that there's this evolution in four different periods where, you know, in the first period, the main concern was reporting. So we need to report, report, report. And now there are lots of topics being covered by many disciplines uh, focusing on ESG data, ESG integration, how can we produce actionable ESG insights and things like that. Of course, uh, in addition to obtaining data, we need to ask questions. And data alone won't solve our problems, right? So we need to um, start with the data and produce information, but information alone won't uh, won't resolve our problems. Knowledge alone won't sort out our problems. We need actionable insights, which is knowledge sufficiently useful to power a decision. And of course, there's no perfect data, but, Far better than an approximate answer to the right question, which is often vague, than an exact answer to the wrong question, which can always be made precise. This is a uh, uh, you know uh, a thought by John Tucky, which is pretty much related to the you know the reason why we started what we call initi- uh, uh, Smart Lab Initiative in Brazil, because most of what we call ESG data is sitting up there at the top. I mean, it's raw data, and what we have out there. To the best of my knowledge is basically a huge amount of non-actionable metrics and scores and hundreds of non-actionable white papers published, etc. So the first question is, how can we produce actionable insights? So i like to share the, our experience in Brazil of dealing with social indicators and metrics to map decent work opportunities and challenges, mostly when it comes to child labor, human trafficking, uh, occupational safety and health issues, diversity and equality of opportunities at work, and so on. So this is the, you know, basically the, 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 the landing page of our Smart Lab Initiative platform. It's publicly available. When it started the, the, the project, you know, we heard that data about those topics didn't exist or it's bad data, or we wouldn't have the money to build the, the platform. We wouldn't have the money to, um, you know, collect data that's already publicly available, but usually filed away in the archives of agencies or in open data uh, portals, but it's, you know, spreadsheets and CSV files, and it's hard to manage, you know, and we also heard that big data is too complicated, and we wouldn't have the skills, but I mean, we thought, let's try to make it happen using our own resource uh, resources, and, and based on the idea of building value on the cheap, meaning data is cheap, it's available out there, and there are lots of uh, alternatives uh, um, you know data sources that we could use so today the project status we started this project in 2015 with a small team of three people working in our free time Um, and today uh, we have this publicly available platform with you know traditional -traditional, non-traditional data sources transformed into like storytelling uh, visualizations and Uh, regarding mostly uh, those topics I mentioned, uh, decent work uh, broadly, occupational safety and health, prevention and eradication of child labor, uh, slave labor and human trafficking, diversity and equality of opportunities at work. Today, uh, we have, you know, open source technologies being used, within higher we didn't hire consultants, we didn't know anything about building those visualizations, but we had a team of developers and domain knowledge of prosecutors that we use, because it's important to say that in Brazil, in addition to the traditional prosecution, we are sort of policy making watchdogs here. So today we have like almost 1 million page views and more than 500 research initiatives connected to the platform. Policy makers uh, are making decision using the platform when it comes to um, um, inspection, resource allocation, human trafficking, resource allocation, child labor, resource allocation. Because we have basically uh, mapped here more than five hundred indicators for more than five thousand five hundred and seventy municipalities in Brazil, we have uh, we managed to build something. Uh, of course, there was. A lot of trial and error. We, there was a, a, a long learning process, a long, hard to um, get through learning curve. Right, we have to we had to face, but I think it's possible to deal with alternative uh, uh, data sources, such as, for example, when we heard we don't have child labor information. Okay, but you do an academic assessment every every year where there's a piggyback survey where you ask people where you have asked the students uh, whether or not they work uh, and for how many hours a day. You have, an, uh, for example, in the agricultural census, you have an information about. Uh, whether or not there's children under the age of 14 working in agricultural establishments. So let's use alternative data sources. Here's, uh, here to, to wrap up, I'm showing like a study that we did using satellite imagery and uh, studying, focusing on the Amazon area and the correlation between human trafficking, which are those uh, red dots uh, on the map those are places where the workers were, res- were rescued from. And um, the red area, the, the, I'm sorry, the yellow areas are the, the, forested, the forested areas. And it's pretty much related to charcoal production, which is connected to the steel industry and the steel supply chain. So I'm just bringing uh, these thoughts that, um, to be very honest with you, uh, five years ago, when we started this project, we didn't know where exactly we would get But using uh, alternative uh, data sources or non-traditional data sources, or even traditional data sources that weren't being used, but they were they were available there, uh, we managed to reach this point today where we have uh, this platform being used by policymakers with a lot, with hundreds of ESG-related metrics uh, and social, um, really, you know, indicators that can be used to develop ESG uh, decisions by even by, by private stakeholders. Thanks very much.